The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up? What's going on? Hey, welcome to The Shaleen Show. It's Wednesday. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. I know what you're thinking. We don't normally hear from Shaleen on Wednesdays. You're right. You normally hear from me on Mondays, and then on Fridays is what I like to call Car Smart, and their thoughts, things that I want to share with you that I record live in the moment, unedited, and it's sometimes conversations between myself and my husband or myself and my kids or friends. But it's things that happen in the car, and I like to take you on that ride with me. Monday is where you'll hear kind of more in-depth episodes. That's also where you get my interviews, and we cover a broad spectrum of topics. And as you know, I love podcasting. This is like my favorite thing to do, or one of my favorite things to do. It brings me such joy to share thoughts and ideas and things that we've overcome, things that I've overcome, things that I've just woke up to, I've figured things out, or maybe I'm struggling with, and I think that I could shed some light on it for you. I love storytelling. I love sharing your stories. So my plan in 2019 is to share a little bit more with you. I will always do episodes on Mondays and Fridays, but from time to time, you're going to find episodes from me on Wednesdays too. I'd like to tell you every Wednesday, but if you know me, I really honor lifestyle first. As much as I love you, my number one priority is to my husband and to my kids. And then my employees, they're my family, they're my team, if you will. And so that's the order of priority. And then come my podcast listeners, like legit, you're in the top five. I want to promise you three days a week. I can for sure promise you two days a week. And whenever I can, I'm going to come to you on Wednesdays too. So this is my first Wednesday edition of 2019. Of course, I'd really love to get your feedback. I want to know, is there something in particular? Would you like Wednesdays to just be me? Would you like Wednesdays to be just Brett? You won't hurt my feelings if that's what you'd like. Or would you like us to do the show together? Would you like Wednesdays to be devoted to a particular topic? Do you want Wednesdays to be shorter? You let me know, okay? I'm going to take your feedback into consideration before I make any final decisions. But I'll need you to reach out to me on Instagram. So if you don't already, please be sure to follow me. I am Shalene Johnson on Instagram and send me a DM. Let me know that you listen to this show and let me know what would you like. Like, just pretend nobody else matters but you and I could devote Wednesdays to one particular topic or one particular style or length. You just tell me what you want. Hit me up on Instagram and I will definitely take your feedback into consideration. While you're listening right now on your phone or your tablet or your device, you can open Instagram at the same time. The podcast will keep playing. It'll play in the background, no matter what player you're using or app or whatever. It'll keep playing. Just open up the Instagram app, okay? And then type in Shalene Johnson in your search finder or search window, whatever you want to call it. And then once you see my account, be sure to give me a follow. And then that way you can send me a DM. And you do that by just clicking little button in the upper right-hand corner and just say, okay, I'm right this second I'm listening to this podcast. And girlfriend, here's what I would like on Wednesdays. But this first Wednesday, I get to pick. And what I'd like to talk to you about is scarcity mindset. 
And the reason why I want to talk to you about this today is because earlier this week on my Instagram stories, I talked about some of the signs of scarcity mindset. And I was really quite surprised by how many people reached out to me to say, okay, I'm just going to tell you right now, I admit it 100%. I know I have this. I have the scarcity mindset and I don't like it. How do I change it? So that's what I thought we would talk about today. So let's start by explaining or maybe defining perhaps a little better what it means to have a scarcity mindset. What does that mean? Well, for starters, people define it a lot of different ways. I like to think of it as a subconscious belief that what you have is going to run out or is limited or there's just not enough in the universe. Like you need to be very protective of what you have because more isn't coming. So you know that you've got a scarcity mindset if you generally feel like you just never have enough, like it's going to run out, it's going to go away. Or you want to be a generous person. You think of yourself as a generous person, but yet you can't give financially, you don't tithe the way that you would like to with your church or help people out the way you would like to because in your mind you think, well, you know, I will do that when we have more. Someone with a scarcity mindset typically believes that what they have has a lot more to do with luck and just, you know, circumstances that are outside of your control than it does something that you could make happen again. Someone with a scarcity mindset hates competition. As much as they love other people, they might not necessarily consider themselves a jealous person, but they also feel like it wouldn't be a wise idea to help someone who could be seen as your competition because they might take yours. Like, you know, I don't want to necessarily share my answers or my good fortune for that matter, or, you know, the person who helped me or how I did this because, well, you know, everyone's got to do it themselves. And if I teach other people how to do this, then they could steal it from me. Someone with a scarcity mindset often thinks that what's going on is like, it's as good as it's going to get. And this could all go away. Good times are temporary. Money is temporary. And a scarcity mindset isn't something that is limited to your financial situation or money or earning potential. You can have a scarcity mindset as it relates to just all good things. I've seen people with a scarcity mindset as it relates to relationships. These are the types of individuals who will often feel threatened if their friend starts chatting up or, you know, spending more time with another friend because they feel like, well, if they spend more time with this other person, then I'm going to lose them. These people tend to feel very threatened by other relationships, by anything that competes for the attention of someone else. You might have a scarcity mindset if you're constantly worried about what everyone else is doing, whether it's your competitors or the other moms at school or the girlfriend who's now vying for your son's attention, this new hobby that your husband has and how it feels like that's taking his attention away from you. So it's this thought that there's never enough. Someone with a scarcity mindset is often keeping score. They want to make sure that everything is tit for tat because they need things to be fair. They want things to be fair. They're always keeping track of, well, did that person get an advantage? Well, why did they get to do this and I didn't? Because in their mind, there's a limited quantity. There's only a certain amount. And so they're very worried that everything's very equitable and very fair and worried that they're going to be cheated or screwed or taken advantage of or not get theirs. It's not uncommon to feel jealous or intimidated or threatened 
by the success of other people who are either in your space or doing what you're doing. And I don't just mean from a professional standpoint, like even moms can feel this way. If you have a scarcity mindset, you might be looking at what other moms are doing and feeling the sense of envy or jealousy towards them. That's a sign of a scarcity mindset. It really boils down to kind of this overriding belief that what's good is temporary or that it's finite. You're not going to be guaranteed a lot more. Now, you might be thinking, well, that sounds like a realistic mindset. (laughs) I don't know if it's a scarcity mindset. And you've gotten a point to an extent, but it's an overriding belief. It's your belief system. And it's very similar to the laws of attraction. Like you either believe, truly believe, that there's so much more coming your way, so much more love, so many more opportunities, so much in the universe that is going to rain down on you as a blessing that you couldn't possibly worry about losing out or giving away things or being generous or being happy or even praying for the prosperity of others because you know so much more is available and coming your way. That's the difference between a scarcity mindset and a mindset of abundance. I promise that I will talk to you about what to do about it. But the first step is to identify, okay, do I have this mindset? Number one. And number two, to be self-aware is the first step to making a change. So let's talk about the language of scarcity. And before I get into this language, please know that there's always going to be an occasion why you might use one of these phrases. What I'm trying to point out is that there are certain phrases and certain things that we just say so unknowingly and we say them so often that we don't realize what we're doing is speaking our beliefs. Now, there's always going to be exceptions and maybe you've said or used one of these phrases on rare occasion. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about This is the first thought that comes into your head. These are the words that you use. These are the words that you heard. Because often, FYI, I don't think you're going to be surprised to realize a scarcity mindset is learned. You learned it from your mom and your dad. Guaranteed. Now, there are certainly those people who get married to somebody with a scarcity mindset and you can adopt that. And the same is true of somebody who marries someone with an abundance mindset. When you have a a mindset of abundance, that too could be very infectious. All right, here we go. I'm going to share some phrases with you and I want you to just nod to yourself. If these are things you regularly say or regularly heard, maybe growing up or in your marriage or in your relationships. Okay, here they are. Oh, geez, I'll never be able to afford that. I don't trust people. Well, is that going to cost us money? That's not fair. Man, I always get screwed. I paid the last time. That is too expensive. It's not fair how I'm being treated. I don't want this or need this or wear this or use this, but I paid a lot of money for it, so I'm not going to get rid of it. I'll never be successful because there's all these other people doing this. We can't afford that. We're broke. Well, is it free? Well, what are they going to pay me? What's in it for me? I hope I get lucky. Good times don't last forever. Money doesn't grow on trees. That's for rich people. Yeah, maybe in my next life. I'm too poor for that. Doesn't that cost a lot of money? They can help themselves. That's not my responsibility. I can't give this away. I might need it someday. Again, I'm not suggesting that if you've ever said one of these phrases even once that you have a scarcity mindset. I'm trying to make the point that these are the go-to comments 
of someone with a scarcity mindset. Like that's your first thought. Your first thought is always, we don't have enough. This is going to run out. This isn't fair. It's the idea that the universe has a finite amount of whatever it is that's important to you and you're worried about getting yours. By the time you're speaking these phrases and the more consistently you say these things, the more they're solidified as beliefs. And we all run the risk of passing these negative or these limiting beliefs onto our children. Okay, now what do we do to change this? You want to have a mindset of abundance. You want more blessings to rain down on you. You want to be that person who sees the glass half full. But how do you do that? Step one is through practice. Just like anything, if you practice it, you get better at it. So the first thing I would want to suggest to you is sharing, giving. Now, that might seem very simple. You might think to yourself, well, I do. I'm, I'm a very sharing, giving, generous person. But I mean giving things that are of value to you. When you share things, when you give things, when you donate things, you often feel better about what it is you're giving away because you know you've improved someone else's life. You often find that you really don't miss or need what it is you've shared. But the way to do this is to do so without expectation of more coming back to you. The reason why you're sharing it is because you know your life is abundantly blessed and you will have more. More is coming to you, but you don't want to expect it from that person because you will be deeply disappointed. If you're giving to other people, if you're being kind to them, if you're doing them favors, if you're interviewing them on your podcast, thinking that they're going to interview you on your podcast. Oh, I got a little personal there. But the point is, and I'm not even joking right now, if you do something, which I've done in the past, Knowing that this is a nice gift I'm giving to someone else, and I bet someday they will reciprocate, it is just God's way. He will let you know that that's not why we give. And he will do that by making certain that that person does not repay you or doesn't give you yours. It's not a tit for tat. That's not how generosity works. When we share with others, when we give of our possessions, of our money, of our time, of our empathy, of our love, we do so because it's a gift to the universe, because we want to make that person feel good, not because we're expecting something else in return. Next, you've got to stop comparing. And I know you've heard that comparison is the thief of all joy, but it's also the thief of all blessings. Anytime you're keeping score, you're keeping track, you're wondering, you know, why is it this person gets that and I only got this? When you're worrying about what everyone else is doing and how they're getting ahead and what they have, when you focus on what others have and you don't, you're focusing on the scarcity. Instead, look at what you have and be blown away by the abundance of it. And I know this is easier said than done. So set up some boundaries for yourself. If you're constantly doing this, if you're watching the same people in social media and you're so worried about what they're getting and it makes you feel bad and it makes you feel like it's not fair or they have some special advantage or it makes you feel jealous or envious or any of these things, you don't have to unfollow them. Just hide their posts. And the best way to focus on what you have is by taking inventory of it. And you do that through gratitude. Every single day, do what I call micro-journaling. My micro-journaling of my gratitude starts with my push journal. That's what I use every single day. It is my written accountability. It's my day planner. If you don't own one of these, what you aim for? Boo, you need one. They change people's lives. They're crazy. So good. 
But what I love about it is every day I start my day, there's just one line at the top of each day where it lists what I am grateful for today. And I write that down before I even begin my day. And that allows me to focus on what I already have that's abundant. And what we focus on, we get more of. Next, live with the same principles of generosity that you want the universe to bestow on you, but do so with a long-term perspective. People who have a scarcity mindset are often thinking about like right this moment. Well, I'm not going to hire someone to do this thing for me because, well, it's expensive to hire someone to do that. And yeah, a professional would only take an hour. But what I'll do is I'll save time and money by watching two hours worth of YouTube videos and then trying to figure it out myself for another three or four hours and messing it up. And then eventually I'll figure it out. But it'll be like five days later and I will have spent 20 hours trying to figure this out. But I've saved us money. But in the long run, you really haven't because that's a scarcity mindset. Well, I can't give to this person right now because I don't see the immediate return for myself. Instead, someone with an abundance mindset knows that when I invest in other people, it's going to return to me from the universe later because I have faith, not necessarily from this person. I might not ever get a thank you note from them or a reciprocation, and I can't do it for those reasons. You want to do it because long-term you know it's the right thing to do. It's the kind thing to do and that the universe will repay you. God will repay you. It's just the way things work, and you've got to have that long-term perspective. It's making an investment in your life by living generously. I love this quote. You have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. Audrey Hepburn said, you will discover that you have two hands. One is for helping yourself, and the other one is for helping others. To have a mindset of abundance is to believe that you have been created to do great things, and that who you are right now is enough, and that you have enough blessings, and that more are coming to you, like so much more, You need to get rid of some of the things you have. You need to share. You need to be generous to make room for the new blessings that are coming your way. To have a mindset of abundance is to want others to succeed, to be excited for them. It's to set goals and to believe that you've got so many more great things that are going to happen in your future. To have a mindset of abundance is to accept change as an opportunity for growth. It means that you're excited about continually learning and growing, that you forgive people for their past mistakes doesn't mean that you forget, but you forgive them and you allow positive energy to come your way. You think positive thoughts, you express positive ideas, you don't hold on to money and possessions and things like they're going to go away or like they're yours to keep for the rest of your life. It's okay. If you lose that thing, it's okay if you loan that thing to someone else and they ruin it because you've got more good coming your way. It's all right if someone else is doing better than you, who was once behind you, that you helped up and now they're doing more than you are. That's a beautiful thing because more is coming to you. Scarcity mindset is a fixed mindset. An abundance mindset is a mindset rooted in growth. As I mentioned earlier, a scarcity mindset is often rooted in our childhood. You may have had parents who believed there was a limit to the amount of success that they could have, or there there were parameters around what your family could do or what your family would have. And so 
they created this invisible ceiling for themselves, and then they pass it on to their children. And, and maybe you saw them hold on to things and hold on to their money and talk this way. And what I want to ask you is, has it served you? Success, prosperity, abundance, those things start with your state of mind. And I believe the best way to do this is by practicing having a generous spirit, not when people are watching. It's tipping the bus driver when no one else does and not doing it because you want someone to see you do that, but because it's the right thing to do because you are so abundantly blessed. It's giving to others and knowing full well they may, hopefully they will be more prosperous and even more successful than you are, but you're going to share your answers. You want to help them, help them up, help them to surpass your success. It's a commitment to abundance and the belief that so much more is coming your way. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow or next year, but it is coming and you need to make room for it by giving, by being generous, by letting go and by helping others. Well, that's it for this Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this was helpful for you. And if someone came to mind that needs to hear this message, be a giver, be generous. Share this episode with them. While you're listening right now on your phone or on your device, just tap the little share button, like the box with the arrow in it. Just tap that. And what will happen is it'll pull up all the different ways you can share it. You can send it directly to someone's phone. You can screenshot the podcast while it's playing. And then you could post that to your Instagram stories. Like when we share even information, great ideas, that is the abundancy mindset. That's what it's about. So there's your action step for the day. Share this podcast with your followers. And don't forget to tag me so I can say thank you because I am very, very grateful for you. You are the bomb.com. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com.